Good morning, Hood College, coming to you live from the glass-walled studios of Blazer Radio on the third floor of Rosenstock Hall. This is the morning announcements. For Monday, September 5th, I'm your host, James Grunfelder. Sitting across from me is my co-host, Professor Tim Jacobson. You all might have the day off, but the morning announcements is still here to keep you informed about what's happening on and around campus. Answer to last week's trivia question. We asked, what does the chemical symbol AU stand for? The correct answer is gold. Congratulations to Jordan Taylor, who contacted me with the correct answer. Jordan just needs to make his way up to the third floor here and pick up his merch. The Sport Report. Recap of last week's scores. Let's start off with field hockey. Unfortunately, the ladies lost their home opener against McDaniel College 4-0 on Thursday afternoon. The Blazers were outshot 21-3 on the day. Sophomore goalkeeper Rashana Brown made 10 saves during her time between the pipes, while freshman keeper Emma Prince recorded three saves during her first action as a Blazer. Hood's women's volleyball team, with new coach Katie Barnett at the helm, picked up their first win of the season Thursday evening with a three-sets-to-two win over Shenandoah University. It was a back-and-forth day for both teams, with the Blazers losing the first set 21-25, then winning the second set 25-15, losing the third set 20-25, and then winning the fourth and fifth sets 25-23 and 15-10, respectively. respectively. Junior Caitlin and Brewster led the Blazers with 17 kills, 6 aces, and came up with 14 digs. Freshman Olivia Todd had 11 kills in her collegiate debut, so congratulations to the team and Coach Barnett. Awesome. Uh, all right, let's get on to men's soccer under the direction of new coach Kyle Bergarelli. Uh, they also got their season underway on Thursday. Uh, the guys traveled to Harrisonburg, Virginia for a match against Eastern Mennonite University. Uh, a goal by freshman Anthony Polio, his first of his college career in the 82nd minute, was the difference maker for the Blazers, uh, who gave their new coach his first collegiate win with a 1-0 victory. Uh, The boys would then bolster that victory on Saturday afternoon with a 2-1 win over Newman University in Aston, Pennsylvania. Uh, And it was again a freshman who put the Blazers on the board. Cam Simpler scored in the 55th minute and again just four minutes later in the 59th minute. Uh, Remarkably, um, Simple's two goals were the only two shots on goal uh, on the day for the or the Blazers, which uh, that's all they needed. Uh, Sophomore goalkeeper Nick Humphreys uh, saw 11 shots on goal from Newman attackers, saving all but one. And now, uh, on the phone with us right now uh, to talk about his two wins is none other than Coach Kyle Bergarelli himself. Coach, welcome to the morning announcements. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me. Good morning, everybody. So, um, all right, so this is your first year as coach, but you have been involved with uh, hood soccer for quite a long time. So first of all, tell me how does it feel um, going 2-0 as a, as a first-time coach? It feels fantastic. It's, I mean, it's exactly where we want to be. It's what we, what we kind of plan for out of the season. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're very excited to be where we are, but we know there's a lot of work, a lot of work to do to, to get where we want to be. Sure. Um, let's do a little background first. You uh, you played for the Blazers. Um, when when did you graduate? I graduated in 2018. Okay. 
And then you uh, you took on a role as assistant coach at that time. Yeah, that's correct. I uh, I graduated, um, continued on my graduate degree okay. uh, here at Hood for environmental biology, and started on as a graduate assistant for the soccer team. Awesome. And now you're taking over the reins as head coach. Yep, that's correct. Yeah, I took over in February. All right. So, um, what have you seen like during training so far that makes you optimistic that you guys are going to have uh, a successful season? Um, honestly, the, the biggest thing for me that I've seen during training is the hard work, um, and the team chemistry, the guys, the guys really get along well together. Um, there's a sense of, you know, of brotherhood out there Mm -hmm. and and it kind of breeds this feeling of confidence within the team. Um, which I mean, that can go a long way, which is, which is really what we're looking for. Awesome. Um, any new players, any returning players that you're, that we should be watching for and, uh, Obviously, there's no Danny in goal this year. Yeah, yeah. So Danny, you got four uh, four sophomore keepers who um, are probably going to be seeing some of their first first time in goal. So who can we who should we be watching for um, when we come out and watch a game? Yeah. Um, so like you said, no Danny in goal. Thankfully, he's going to be up and out <laughs> as our goalkeeper coach. Good. Um, yeah. So so he'll be helping out with that. He's going to keep a good eye on all four of those sophomores. Um, Nick's been doing really well, but in training. Uh, Garrett Carter, um, Nathan, and Josh Forges are also doing really well. So it's it's good to have that mix. Um, I mean, you listed Cam Simpler, right? Um, Anthony Polio scoring our goals. We have three goals this season so far, and all three of them came from from new incoming students. So that's I mean that's really special. Ryan Stewart's played a lot of minutes. He's a he's a first year student athlete as well. Um, and we've gotten a lot of production and a lot of minutes from JP Wyman, Jacob Hill. Uh, Quentin Brown, some some guys that are sophomores and juniors on the team as well. So it's we still have a young team. We have a lot of sophomores, a lot of first year students. Okay. Um, so just still just figuring out how the mix goes together, and you know, getting everybody a little bit more experienced and on the same page. But like I said, the chemistry is great, and so that really helps us get a little bit farther and a little bit quicker through preseason. Yeah, I think if your if your team can gel early and have a sense of you know kind of community, that's going to help. Hundred uh, percent, yeah. yeah. Um, so, besides making playoffs, um, what are the team's goals for the season? Um, you can say just make playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> make playoffs and win make conference. Playoffs. Um, I mean, I guess so. This is kind of one of my goals as a brand new coach. You know, set, setting the culture for the years to come. Um, so yeah. we have. We have four seniors, um, we have a good group of juniors, and then, like I said, a lot of younger guys. And so if we're able to set the tone, set the culture, um, I mean, make playoffs and, and do more on the field, but then also off the field, you know, really setting a good standard okay. for the next three, five, 10, 15 years to come, it is, that would be huge. That's fantastic. Um, Next game is what you guys are going up to McDaniel. Is that the next game? Next game will be this Wednesday at home. So at we home. Play, okay. Yeah, home we play opener. Goucher at 4 p.m. Okay. What do you guys think about that one? Uh, we're excited. So, um, Goucher's a team that we've kind of traded back and forth. We've played them every single year that I've been here. And I think, I mean, I think I've been here for eight seasons and we've won four and lost four. Okay. <laughs> so it's always. It's always a good match. We recruit the same players. We uh, we know each other very well just, just from being so close to one another. So it's it's a good one. Right. 
And um, before I let you go, talk a little bit about this game on the on the 17th, the, the Blazers' first ever Pride game. How did that come about, and can students still get T-shirts for that? Yeah, the I mean, the, the campus as a whole has been really pushing for um, inclusivity all over campus, and so right. we thought, what better way than, than to have a Pride game? It's a, it's a big part of Frederick, a big part of our campus community, um, so it just kind of came, came organically. Um, you can still get T-shirts. So on the day of Pride, uh, the day of the Pride game, um, we're going to have Cab out there, and they're going to be taking orders, um, and then we'll be able to get those. Hopefully we'll get those by the end of the season, okay. um, if not a little bit sooner. But it's just kind of the case where we have to see the numbers that we got and then place the orders and, and wait a couple weeks for them to come in. I love that. And here's my, here's my one thing. I don't know if you've been to a lot of games and you we have a lot of uh fans that line up kind of on the sideline on that blue they all kind of sit there and i think that we should call them the blue line group okay because that's you know it's kind of a cool thing that's that's you know everybody comes instead of sitting in the stands they all kind of get blankets and they you know they they sit there so i'm going to propose that somebody somebody starts calling them the blue line group the blue line group because like it's that big good. blue that big blue line that like circles the field and it's blue and blazer yeah. blue so let's see if we can push that let's see if we can make that happen i'll do what i can <laughs> <laughs> all right coach um congratulations on the first two win i know you guys are gonna have many more and for everybody else uh get out this wednesday four o'clock and uh and cheer on uh the blazers and uh, have a great day coach thank you you too for having me all right take care yep Bye. see you all right, thank you so much for uh, for Coach Kyle uh, phoning in. All right, James, let's get going with the rest of it. All right, so now on to women's soccer. After falling behind 0-2 early to St. Mary's College of Maryland, the ladies battled back to, to secure a point with a 2-2 draw. Junior Cheyenne Seymour got the scoring started just before halftime. Fellow junior Brianna Goble would net the equalizer in the 75th minute. Sophomore goalkeeper Brenna Ellenberger made one save on the evening, but that one save proved to, proved to be very crucial for the Blazers. Yeah, that's a big comeback for them. That's huge if you're down 0-2 and you come back and tie 2-2. So uh, uh, hats off to, uh, to the ladies for battling back. Yeah, awesome job. And on Saturday, women's volleyball hosted tri-match with Notre Dame College of Maryland and Penn State Harrisburg at the Volpe Athletic Center. The day ended with a split for the Blazers, they won their morning match against the Gators, three sets to one, going 25 to 23, 25 to 21, 18 to 25, and then 25 to 18. The afternoon match against the Nittany, Nittany. Nittany, my apologies, proved to be a nail biter for Hood. Despite a long third set, the Blazers came out on the wrong side of, the, of a five setter, falling three to two. 25 to 23, 21 to 25, 31 to 29. 24 to 26 and 15 to 12. Yeah, that third set, I kind of wish I was there for that. 20, uh, 31-29 is a long set. But, I mean, that's not too bad. They, uh, they won their first one, um, so they're split, so they're still on the, uh, on the upside, and they got a long season ahead of them. Field hockey, uh, unfortunately, they saw their second uh, loss of the season on Saturday with a 2-0 win or 2-0 loss. Uh, against Elizabethtown College. Uh, sophomore goalkeeper Rashana Brown would make 11 saves on the day, and senior defender Hannah Armstrong would pick up one defensive save. 
Uh, and uh, we would be remiss if we didn't uh, mention cross-country. Uh, both the women's and men's team competed in the Baltimore Metro Cross Country Meet at Goucher College on Friday, on Friday. Notable times on the day for the men included Alice Sisker, uh, who finished 29th in the 5,000 meter course with a time of 16 minutes, 57.8 seconds. Chris Sapp uh, would finish 35th with a time of 17 minutes, 14.4 seconds, and Grayson Witzel, uh, his time of 18 minutes, 1.7 seconds was good for 53. And I know you're like 53 plays, but there's hundreds of runners that go out there. So that's not too bad for uh, for the guys. On the women's side, um, Aileen uh, Hernandez uh, was the top racer for the Blazers in the 5,000 with a time of 21 minutes, 55.9 seconds. That was good enough for 45th place. Right behind her was Madison Arbaugh. Uh, she took 57th with a time just over 23 minutes. And Marion uh, Bartman finished the day in 66th place with a time of 23 minutes, 37.8 seconds. All right, and now going to the upcoming games and matches of this week. So on Wednesday, men's soccer will look to make it 3-0 as has their home opener at Thomas Field against Goucher College at 4 p.m. So let's make sure that the blue line, blue line group. Yeah, let's pack the blue line. Yep. So then women's soccer travel travels to the Eastern Shore for a matchup against Washington College at 7 p.m. Volleyball heads to Reading, PA for a match matchup against Alvernia University. Then on Thursday, women's golf get their the fall season underway with the Albright Fall Invitational. I'm not even going to tell you how to pronounce that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Origsburg, oh. Pennsylvania at the Schaikel Country Club. So good luck to them. Volleyball is back in action with a home match against Mary Baldwin University that starts at 6 p.m. And field hockey will host Lancaster Bible College at 7 p.m. All right, so that's all on Wednesday. So let's hope uh, let's hope field hockey can uh, can get their first win uh, of the season. Uh, on the weekend, uh, lots of action on the calendar th this weekend. Uh, men's tennis start their fall season at the MAC Individual Championships in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Women's golf travel to Berkeley Springs in West Virginia for the Shenandoah Fall Invitational at Cacapin Resort State Park. Uh, both men's and women's cross country uh, travel to the Dutchman Invitational in, uh, at Union Canal Tunnel Park in Lebanon, Pennsylvania. Uh, women's soccer, uh, they travel up north to Middletown, Pennsylvania for a noon matchup against Penn State Harrisburg. And rounding out a busy, busy Saturday of sports, men's soccer uh, will take on McDaniel College in Westminster at 4 p.m. All right, and now, uh, before we get to Around the Quad, some general campus news. There is a new podcast in town coming out soon. A Degree Further uh, will be a bi-weekly show produced by the Hood College Graduate Program. Um, they will be dropping new episodes on a bi-weekly schedule. Uh, they're going to be conducting interviews with current students, alumni, faculty members, uh, who will be uh, telling stories about their time and what they're doing at the grad school. Um, 
I'll let you know when that first episode drops and where you can find it. But you can also uh, find out more by following the grad school uh, on their Instagram page. And you can find them. It's Hood Grad School, um, all capital letters. And also, um, Hood Counseling Services wants me to let you know that they've moved. Um, John Slick, student mental health coordinator, uh, is now located on campus in the Apple Resources Building, room 8A. Uh, you can find 8A uh, if you're coming in from, um, from WIT and going out that side door uh, towards Tatum. Uh, it's on the right-hand side. Uh, new for the Health Counseling Center this year, uh, students can make an appointment with the counseling services online. Uh, you can do that by going to hood.edu slash counseling for more information on how to schedule an appointment. All right, so now for Around the Quad. Today is Monday, September 5th. It's a Labor Day, <laughs> so enjoy the day off. You won't get another one until October 10th. It's a long way away. Yes. And then, not today, but this weekend, Saturday, the Hood College Archaeology Club and faculty volunteers will continue their cleanup and restoration of the halfway african-american cemetery near hagerstown if you think this would be a volunteer activity you would like to get involved with contact david hickson at hickson at hood.edu right and it's hickson with an x yes. h-i-x-o-n so if you're looking for a volunteer opportunity this is a really good one they've been working to clean up the cemetery for for a while now and it's a, a truly a, a super worthy cause yes now for tuesday september 6th hood college's circle k will be holding an in interest meeting in the Copeland Seminar Room at 6 p.m. Come grab some free pizza and learn about the work that it, this great club does. Yep. So now for Wednesday the 7th at noon, Reverend Beth O'Malley will be holding a weekly prayer session in the sanctu sanctuary of Kaufman Chap Chapel. These sessions are non-denominational de denominational and multi-denominational at the same time, so stop by and relax for a few minutes. Awesome. Uh, James, do you have a public library card? Uh, I do. You do. Good for you. Um, and, but if you if you don't, and you're a hood student, um, you can stop by the library on Thursday between 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. and pick up a public library card that gets you into any of Frederick County's public library. And if you need uh, some incentive to go over, um, more free pizza. So, yes. I mean, you can get free pizza on Tuesday. You can get free pizza on Thursday. There's just free pizza everywhere. Yes, I would definitely be attending for that. And then this weekend, we have lots of sports. Lots of sports this weekend. Let's, uh, let's do, start with the downtown breakdown. Tell them what's, what's going on. There's uh, fantastic stuff going on downtown this weekend. Yeah, so on, on Thursday the 8th, head to Carroll Creek in the morning for some yoga with Soul Yoga. Meet at the amphitheater across the creek from the library at 7 a.m. Then come back, refresh for classes. And then head, head back down to the amphitheater at hmm, for the weekly Alive at Five get-together. Sorry, that's my fault for not taking that ad out. <laughs> <laughs> the Knight Brothers will be playing tunes and boxcar burgers, and the dog wagon will be providing food. Just remember, this is a 21 and over event. Yeah, Alive with Five is a great event. Um, you know, uh, it's a good community event, but yeah, it is a, a 21 and over event. All right, and on Saturday, the event of the season for Frederick. In the streets along Market Street in downtown Frederick, consider this a mile-long block party with games, food, interest booths, lots of music and live performances, giveaways, and a whole lot more. It is literally the biggest event for Frederick during the year. 
So, so head out the main driveway hood, turn left, and don't stop until you hit Market Street. Each block on Market from Carroll Creek to 7th Street will have different uh, designations. Mm-hmm. For instance, there is a sports block, an art block, a history block, health and wellness block, going green block, and more. Yeah, it's the biggest event of the season. Uh, in the streets has been going on for a long time, so I, I recommend it for any ho- uh, hood student. Uh, there's always great music. There's performances going on, great giveaways, lots of good stuff. Yeah, yeah and then also um, something that I'm very much looking forward to also, uh, Saturday, um, there's a gallery show opening uh, that, like I said, I'm very excited about. It's called Unshuttered, celebrating the photojournalism of the Frederick News Post. And they're going to have their uh, opening reception 6 p.m. at the Gaslight Gallery at uh, 118 East Church Street. The exhibit will highlight the iconic, historic, and award-winning photography of some very talented photojournalists. Many of them uh, are my friends. Uh, I will have some photos and memorabilia up there uh, from my time at the News Post. Uh, So... uh, if you are not doing anything Saturday night, stop by, say hi, and look at kind of the, the heyday of uh, photography from the FNP. Yeah, and then for this week's trivia question, here it is. So today is Labor Day. When and where did people start celebrating the working person? Oh, do you know? I do not. It's, I looked it up. It's long, longer ago than you think. Okay. Yeah. All right. The weather you like it or not reports uh, today. Uh, we're barely going to get into the 80s. Uh, showers in the afternoon, possible around three. Same thing for tomorrow. High of 81, low of 66. Uh, Wednesday, only a high of 77, low of 64. Similar for Thursday. Cloudy both days. Friday, we're going to see sunshine again. 82 is our high, low of 59. And then, uh, unfortunately, it looks like we got a slight chance of rain on Saturday and Sunday. Highs 81, lows in the 60s. Great weather for our third week back at school. And, uh, James, great job. I'm going to let you go. Enjoy the rest of your day. Go home, take a nap. (laughs) I will. (laughs) Study. Get something to eat. Do whatever you need to. Thank you very much. And, like always, uh, we're going to let... Uh, the lovely Shaka Khan uh, (laughs) take us out see you later everybody goodbye